need to talk in my adult voice. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Genuine Connections, where I invite friends and strangers from all over the world, like my own city, my own state, and even Hinge. And today's guest, oh yeah, to genuinely connect, obviously. And today's guest is my friend from Seattle, my hometown. She's in Tampa today, just for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just for the podcast. Yeah. Do you want to say hi? This is Sam. Hi, I am Samantha, and like Jen said, I'm from Seattle. Grew up with Jen there. Went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to say about um, you or... Uh, our relationship and how it's deteriorated over time. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I just saw your boyfriend in the background and he was like, <gasps> did she just say that? I mean, college does that to everyone. It's a, and I actually wouldn't say it deteriorated. We, I think it's just a natural thing where people go their separate ways and mm-hmm. they just, you're just, we're just living our lives. Yeah. You know, we're just living our lives. But then we rekindled and I liked that. Yeah. So now we're just trying to, trying to stay in touch. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I feel like both of us are good at... We didn't need to talk once a month while we are in college. We went, like, what, three years without talking? I think we went three years without talking. And then we saw each other again, and it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was very easy to, like, rekindle the connection, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. That that, I think that just means something good. Yeah, well, those are easy friendships to keep because you're not stressed. I don't have to think, like, oh, die checking with Jen this month. Like, mm-hmm. I totally just, agree. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to be in Florida, so I'm going to check in with her then. Totally agree. Like, I feel like I could easily, we could not talk for a few months and be like, oh, I should talk to Sam. And then I'd call you and be like, hey, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. there's no pressure or stress at all. Yeah. So that's, like, really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very true. Anyways, <clears throat> today we are going to talk about. And give our opinions, especially opinions, on drum roll, please. Demi Lovato. Ooh. Yeah, Demi. Demi. It's a trigger. Demi. <laughs> Did you say it was a trigger it's word? A trigger word for me. Okay, so that's actually why we're talking about Demi Lovato because I thought that was interesting. Uh, so actually. I liked Demi Lovato a lot in the in the beginning of her career. I I like her voice. I like her singing voice. Um, I think she's a very powerful, strong uh, voice, and she's got a really good range too. So I think, but I naturally like those powerhouse voices. Like mm-hmm. Adele has a powerhouse voice. Mm-hmm. Love her. So does Ariana Grande. So does Christina Aguilera. And so she just fits into the category of voices that I really, like, am attracted to when it comes yeah. to singing. And so I really like her singing. Um, a lot of her songs are really catchy. I love Sorry Not Sorry. When Sorry Not Sorry <laughs> came out, freaking loved it. Um, so I like a lot of her songs, but I think you don't like her, right? Yeah, and I'll, I guess, so I did not listen to a lot of pop music or Disney Channel when I was younger. So I can't think of... I don't think I was a fan of her music just because I didn't know it. I don't think I would have not been a fan of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't watch, like, Camp Rock or anything like that. I've never seen that. 
So I didn't watch a lot of, yeah, that. Um, as far as her singing now, if I hear her voice, it drives me nuts. Right. Because I think now I don't like her as a person. Right. I don't either. But I don't think I disagree that she's a good singer or that she's not a good singer. Right. I think she makes good pop music and has good vocals. Mm-hmm. Right. And actually, I it's hard for me to like her singing more now because I've seen her deteriorate as a person. Mm-hmm. You know? And, yeah. and, it, and it's hard because, like, it's... I think she just struggles. She just struggles. She's, like, it was just a person that struggles with self-identity. Yes. You know? And I think she uses that struggle and... Ah! Uh, she reminds me a lot of someone close to my family, and I can't say it because it's too... Uh, do you kind of know who yes. I'm thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, I think everyone struggles with self-identity, with addiction, with mental health, with anything. But she goes the wrong way. She'll be yes. like, I'm doing so great. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, she, she might be doing great for, like, a day or a week or a month. But then she's off the handles again. Yeah. So it's like, are you really doing great? Like, I don't know. She's just all fucking over the place. Which is normal. I mean, so, yeah, a little bit about my background might be helpful, nice, is I uh, <laughs> do... No, just opinions. It's all we do. <laughs> um, I have a degree in psychology, sociology, and master's in forensic psychology, and I work with, like, troubled teens, and then now, specifically, I do family therapy with teens who are, like, in either, like, foster care or who are, like, in the court system and their families. So a lot of people struggling with mental health. And, like, what you said is so normal. Ups and downs. Like, that's what mental health is. Mm -hmm. Whether you're struggling with depression, bipolar, anything, or just kind of normal day-to-day stuff, right? You have good weeks and bad weeks, and that's not unusual. What I think is, for me, frustrating with Demi Lovato is that she, her, well, a lot of things, I guess we'll probably get into that. But the biggest thing is when you plaster that all out for everyone to see and how you're dealing with it, which a lot of times I think she's not dealing it in a positive way. Right. And then on top of that, her audience is like nine-year-old girls. Yeah, like it's her young people. audience is so young. And so, like, I think there's really some good Now they're going to follow her yeah. and do the wrong thing. Exactly. And she's, like, going through the same thing that everyone goes through. You experiment with, weight, like, bad coping skills, things like that. That's normal and that's not unusual and when there's so many people young people who look up to you maybe don't experiment with that and be so open about it in the public's eye mm-hmm. that's what scares me about her yeah that is very frightening especially she she's like an over optimist this is what reminds me about my the person that i'm somewhat close to and that what they both do the same she'd be like oh I know what to do. It's going to be so great. It's mm-hmm. going to, like, change me. This is so right for me. She she does it, and then it's, like, ex, it's like explodes in her face. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very pragmatic. I Whenever I make a decision, I look at the pros, and I look at the, at the cons. And then I think, okay, is this really a worthwhile decision for me? I think she just is like, ah, in la-la land. And she really just fantasizes a decision. Mm-hmm goes for it, and then it just blows up. Yeah. You know? And so she's just, like, this over-optimist, and things don't really... It's like she doesn't see cons. Until something really happens, like, she doesn't see the reality. I think her reality is skewed. 
Yes, and I think even more whether it started this way or not, now it's okay. That's the cycle of publicity that she gets. Like, she has to go full on into something. So, like... Right. Because that's... She's just kind of... Like, that's how she hits the headlines now. Like, oh, Demi Lovato this, Demi Lovato overdosed, Demi Lovato has an eating disorder, she has bipolar. She's right, them right. Pronouns. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah, and that's how she gets publicity now. And so, whether it's, I don't know, so subconscious kind of- or not... She kind of has to be optimistic and full force into whatever she does next. But like, right. kind of like the optimist thing you're just talking about reminds me of like one thing that I don't like that she's doing right now and is super confident about it and like oversells it is like her, she calls it what, California sober. What is that? It's like you can drink and smoke pot. Simultaneously? No, like so, so usually if someone <laughs> says I'm sober... What, they don't drink, they don't use right, hard they drugs, they don't smoke marijuana, nothing like that. And I think drink and marijuana, but for sure marijuana. But, like, I don't know, I, she didn't coin it, but there's, like, a small group of, like, people in California specifically, like, rehab facilities, who, like, say this way of California sober is really the best for people. And it's kind of, I think, piggybacking off of harm reduction. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. So harm reduction model is like, and like I've practiced this in my own practice before too. Like, um, for instance, when I was working at a teen shelter, if I knew a kid was using meth, um, I would, but he wanted to go outside just to smoke a cigarette. Technically that is against the rules. He was 15, right? But I would let him go outside to smoke that cigarette because if I knew if I kept him inclined in the house he would just like leave for the night and run away and then when he's out on the streets he's going to use meth and so it's like harm reduction yeah it's not good that he was 15 smoking a cigarette but i'm going to allow him to smoke that cigarette because the alternative it could be worse is yeah yeah so it's like the harm reduction model i have my own feelings about that good and bad right but i think this california sober piggybacked off of that like oh hey we're not using heroin anymore we're just using weed we're gonna call it california sober and like it's like a whole treatment program around just using weed and alcohol which i don't know maybe that works for some people maybe it doesn't and i don't think that's what sober is i think that's like really offensive to the population that that really is sober yeah it's like, like sober is a word you actually not, fucking did it yeah and it's like not something that's up for interpretation like this is a definition of what sober is right and they've just changed it and she's so open about it so like two years ago she had an overdose and now she's out here saying Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just smoking pot and drinking. But like, that's oh my, great. But yeah, that's the that, way to go. That just shows, like, that's like a red flag, right? Yeah. Where she's on another, she's it's on the way to week. another overdose. Yeah. And know? like, and she's telling kids that that's okay. I think already we're like, pot is like such a hard thing for our US to like mm-hmm. kind of figure out. And now she's saying to her like nine year old audience, like, oh, well, we doesn't mean anything. It's not even, you're sober. You can smoke weed and still be sober. That's how not of a thing it is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how about we don't tell the Disney Channel audience that? Like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like, yeah, pot is very back and forth. I feel like a lot of the people that say it's okay don't really know. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really know a lot about pot. But... Uh, just for the people, I don't know, people just need to be more educated, mm-hmm. I think, if they're going to go into it. I feel like, for the most part, people use it. It's just like that 
instance of, oh, my friends are doing it, so I'll do so it. I, it's like a sense of belonging kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I want to do it to fit in. I want to do it to experiment. Uh, I don't know. But at the same time, I'm very much just like, you know what? It's not me. You do you. I don't care what happens to you. <laughs> you do you. Yeah. it's a, That's a kind of a whole new topic, too. The pot industry is very difficult, too. I actually did my thesis in my undergrad on pot usage. What you? What were your findings? Um, Would you say it's good for you or bad for you? So I did it on its like connection correlation with harder drug use. So like, does is pot a gateway drug? Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like, term gateway drug mean like it leads to other things. And what I right. found was actually kind of the opposite of my hypothesis is that. And, like, this is a very, this was an undergrad study. Honestly, most of my, I think I had, like, 800 people who did my survey. And it was all from online. So, like, whatever you want to take your, not a scientific study is what I'm trying to say. But, interestingly enough, I found a lot of people who um, did used to use hard drugs and then say, like, this was easier for me to... Um, use pot and get off of hard drugs but I'm still now in an environment where people are using hard drugs so I don't think it's going to be a long-term fix so 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 you found that people that were using hard drugs they backed off of the hard drugs to go into weed yeah but they feel like it's not gonna be long term mm-hmm. it wasn't like it, they were still in that bad environment so it's still hard to stay sober mm-hmm. but which was kind of the two theories about being a gateway drug though is like in a so in a state where pot is not legal, if you want to go get pot, you have to have a drug dealer, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not doing something illegal. You're going out, maybe as an eighteen year old, whatever, however old you are, you're finding a drug dealer, you're going somewhere sketchy, you're getting cash for drugs that you don't know what's in them. It's not regulated, you don't know. So you could now, because you're meeting this guy once a week, he could say, Oh, you wanna try a little shrooms too? Oh, how about you want to try this Coke with your weed and somebody's offering you hard drugs? You're in a bad environment where you're going to see right, hard drugs. Right, right. So is that the gateway part of it? Right. Because then if Just you're your in a, a legal state, you go. Maybe once a week you smoke a little pot. It's regulated. You know everything that's in it. You're not going to get something laced. You go down the shop where all the other mothers from the neighborhood go to get their weed too. You're not in that bad environment. And so is the – and that's kind of what I found that the gateway part of the – when people say weed is a gateway drug, it's the environment you put yourself in, not what it does to your brain. But what did do you know anything about that? Did you do any research on that? That about what it does to your brain? No. Because I'm not <laughs> a neurologist. Straight straight up. Yeah. Straight well, up. no. But that the places where it was legal, illegal, it was easier to get into harder drugs. That makes sense to me. Which is hard because I I am not for legalized pot, but like, what I found was that it could be helpful to keep kids away from it. But also one thing reason why I am okay with it being legalized is some places we can't find out things about it until it's legalized. Like now we can do so many more studies. So we'll it. I know such out. a double edged sword, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Sucks. So who knows? In ten years they might find ooh it's a lot worse than we thought, and now it's illegal again. And I'll be like, well at least we got it out of the way. <laughs> Now we can have real <laughs> Right, education. that's part of experimenting yeah. is you you go through the motions and then you figure out your results. Um, 
Let's go back on the Demi train. Yeah, sorry. Do do. Uh, we took it off. <laughs> where were we with her? You don't like her. <laughs> yeah. Well, her California sober, which even in what I was just saying is maybe that California sober is working for, her, which is great and that's fine. Right. Like if weed is helping you stay away from heroin, good, do it. But let's not broadcast it and not let's not tell people that like this is like a viable way of being sober. Right. Okay. So I think something that I noticed with her that kind of bothered me is she's I feel like she's a trend follower that acts as a trendsetter. <laughs> so like oh yeah. Like the like the gay rights movement. I I don't like like I don't care. I'm very much a you do you kind of person. Mm-hmm. You do whatever you want to do that makes you feel happy and whatever. As long as you're not a murderer. But <laughs> so she came out as like a there. No, well first what? Was I she's she, I just, I don't know how to identify her. She's a they. She, yeah, she's non-binary. She, but it took her a while to get there. I think she went through I think she might have been lesbian maybe for a while. Okay. And then she was something else and now she's non-binary. Okay, she's exactly. So here's like the whole self-identity crisis. I don't think she really honestly she, again, I don't know this person. I don't know her. But from a very outside bystander's perspective, she's probably naturally, in my opinion, um, uh, straight. <laughs> I she just comes off, and just from watching her like younger, like on Disney Channel, whatever, she comes off straight. And I think a lot of women, and more so women, are not you know quote unquote straight because there's so much encouragement to just not be mm-hmm. like when okay like I dated a girl I'm not fucking gay <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gay but when you live in such a prideful city mm-hmm. especially one that's like packed with so many gay people and it's hard to find another straight person it so it's harder to date if you can't find another straight person. And when there's so much encouragement to, like, date someone that's, like, for me to date a girl. So, okay, if I told someone, hey, I have a boyfriend, it's like, wow, nice job. Like, good for you. Who is it? Mm -hmm. That's, like, the reaction. But if I told someone, hey, I'm dating a girl, Mm -hmm. it's like, woo! Let's throw a fucking party! You know? Like, it is so... You just feel, like, more special. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, why do I feel more special for dating a girl? And you're congratulated for being, quote-unquote, who you are, right? And I feel like that's what, like, I'm being who I am right now. Yeah. Why aren't you congratulating me? Like, Yeah, what? so it's so <laughs> weird. It was so weird. And, I'm, and I didn't pursue her. She pursued me. And, I mean, we, we were, like, we vibed. We vibed a lot as people. And I, and I was just, I was just, you know, I was in college. I was exploring, experimenting. We lasted a long time. But that's because we were, like, best friends. Like, mm-hmm. we just clicked. But I think for Demi Lovato, I don't know. She, I think she's just following these trends. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of promoting it like she's, like, I, I don't know. 
she's promoting it. I guess she's just advocating for the gay rights, maybe. But yeah, but like, like, but I don't see her doing that. Like, if she's gonna go trans or something, I don't know. I like. I wouldn't be surprised because I think it's a combination of what you're saying and she's. Every stunt has to keep getting bigger and bigger. Right. Like, what's she she doing next? Because she can't get fame on her own. Like, she has to have some kind of... She needs a lot of um, external praise. Yeah. Because she oh, can't yeah. find herself. She's like, oh, if I get a lot of external praise from doing this, let's do it more. Let's do mm-hmm. it bigger. Like, she she has a lot of... She, she must have, like, a, an extremely low self-esteem. Because oh, yeah. her the action she does, she does it not for her. Mm-hmm. She may act or show like she's doing it for her, but she's doing it... For them, so she can get the love from them. Yeah. Like, that's how... That's what keeps her going. Mm-hmm. Unless it will kill her. But... Which I could see that happening. But even that. Because, like, that's even what I feel like... And this is pretty harsh. And what's stupid is people praise her. Well, yeah. Like, good for you for going coming out. I'm like, why are you praising her? Like, is that really her? Because I think it's for you to give back to her in love. So it's really, like, pseudo-love. Yeah. And because everyone's just praising because it's the right thing to do, too. If, if it's right, if it is right. Yeah, but, like, what if you feel good? Demi Lovato says, I'm non-binary. I go by they, them pronouns. And I go into her comment section and I say, oh, my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Way to be who you are and stand up for who you are. I feel good that I'm supporting her. Right. Right? Like... Yeah. And so people are going to continue to support, especially the audience that she has. Yeah. Which are young girls. Young, yeah. impressionable kids. Like, yeah, that they, sucks. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, I mean, she does, even with her overdose in 2018, which is a really scary thing, and drugs are a really scary thing, and that's, it's hard to talk about how that person is feeling when they're going through that. But she was not, so she kind of, like, let out a press release after she kind of recovered from it and was like, I was using, I think it might have been on Oprah or something. She was like, I was using eight different kinds of drugs in my system. I was, like, using all these hard drugs. Like, this is the darkest time of my life. And then when it, and, like, was, like, talking how she was, like, this really heavy drug user and she had this overdose. She went to rehab. She came out clean right Within, after she came out clean, she had, from rehab, she had sang at the Grammys. And it was super emotional. Do you remember that? No. It was a, <laughs> a song she has that's a really emotional song. Um, it's, it's a beautiful song, actually. And the people were crying. And it was, it was a heartfelt moment on the surface. Because uh-huh. she had just overdosed, like, three months prior. Yeah. Um, and it was about, like... I want. I wish I could remember what the song was. It was about loving me. Like how am I? Oh, um, it's like a ballad. Oh, love me. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. Um, and so it was like heartfelt, right? But then you kind of found out that she wasn't struggling with. I think. I think Demi Lovato has struggled with cocaine and alcohol for a lot of her life since she was a teenager. At least that's what I've read. And has been to rehab a couple times. But this hard drug usage was really recent. And actually when she overdosed, she had, yes, eight drugs in her system or something. Some crazy number of drugs that she had just taken that night for the first time. She had only been using heroin for 
a month, I think. And I say that lightly. Like, I don't mean to say that lightly. If you use heroin once, that's hard and that's heavy and that's a really addictive drug. But she had been using it for about a month. And I felt like she let on the public that she had been a heavy heroin user for a long time. She had been a heavy user of all these hard drugs. But really, it was a short amount of time. And all of those other drugs that she overdosed on, really, that was her first time ever using them. Winter Rehab came out. And why I think all of that back side is really important is because... It's almost like she's saying, like, I'm glad that she's doing well. I'm glad she came out and sang on the Grammys. That's great. I'm glad she's alive. And if you use most people, if they use heroin, if they use meth, if they use any of these other hard drugs, they will not just use them one time and then go to a million dollar rehab and do better. Right. This Mm. is like it almost is like a story like, oh, I'm going to use these hard drugs. It's going to be super scary. Everyone's I'm going to overdose. People are going to be scared. and I'm going to come out the most amazing person in the world. Like and it's like a love. It's like a romantic story about hard drug use. Mm. That's not true. Mm. None of it is true. She wasn't a heavy drug user. She just did it once. And it was bad and it was scary. And now she had millions of dollars to make her well again. And it's scary to think that that kind of propaganda could go into a young kid's head. That it's easy. It's almost like she made it look easy to get over her drug use. Yeah. Which is not true at all. Obviously. We know that. And But she's making it look like a simple journey. And yeah. That, and then you can just sing at the Grammys. And then you can change who you are as a person. And you can still smoke weed. It's not a big deal. Heroin is in my past. Okay, well, that's not it for everyone else. So don't make it seem like it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. She definitely thrives off of drama and her own narrative. I think she loves (laughs) she loves telling things the way she wants people to see it. Like that ice cream. She's like a politician. (laughs) Oh, a bad (laughs) politician. She's too caught up in herself, though, to be a politician. I'm just saying, like she she gives the narrative in the way that people want to hear it. Like that yo- yogurt shop. Did what you yogurt? read about that? I really don't follow. I really don't follow Demi. Okay. This was pretty big for a while. I want to say last summer. She went into a yogurt shop. It's and- funny. You're like a true hater. Oh, I am. That you follow her. But I hate it. I know. I it's so that I, I funny. It's like I'm feeding into it. I like don't follow her on Instagram, but I she's like in my most recents. Like, I want to give her the follow, but I want to see what's going on. Yeah. And I hate that. That is so funny. Would you say she's your least, your most hated celebrity? Yeah. I'm sure I could find another. I feel bad. Like <laughs> I'm her. sure I could. But she is, yeah, right now. And what's hard, what I think is the hardest is the young audience. That's what I really, like. So you hate, yeah. she's, yeah, she's impressed. I feel like you have her. an extra, which sucks. Like, yeah. I would hate if someone had a microscope on my life. And you chose that life. You're choosing to be in the public and you have a young audience. So you need to watch out what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that's easy. I, I feel for some parts of her and I think she's going about it the wrong way. But unfortunately, she does. She has everyone watching her. And so she should, you know, get it together. Yeah. But, but she won't. She won't. She won't. So she, I think this yogurt shop, I think people actually started to turn on her during this incident. Okay. So she... Went into a yogurt shop in California, and they had, um, it's like a family-owned yogurt shop, um, and they had this, it was either like a cookie, or like maybe called like, um, diet cookie or something, like, 
low calorie cookie and then they had like low fat yogurt Mm-hmm. And she blasted this yogurt shop all over her social media and was like, they need to be shut down. Don't go here. Don't, they don't care about people with eating disorders. I can't even walk into a yogurt shop to get yogurt without being triggered. I didn't even buy anything because I was so triggered because I walked into a yogurt shop and they're talking about dieting. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I wish I If was she kidding. wants to diet then and not eat yogurt, then just don't go mm-hmm. to a yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. She's blaming them for her problems. Yeah. And wow. Then it just got worse. See, that? there goes the irrational thought process yeah. to the max. And, like, why put it all over? And so it got bad, and they were like, we're, like, a family-owned yogurt shop. Like, this is, like, my mom's shop. We've been doing this forever. We care about the our, like, our customers, like... We're a yogurt shop. What did you want us to do? Yeah. And she, like, found a picture. So I guess the cookie that she saw wasn't even real. She later posted a picture, and they were like, we don't sell those at our store. We sold those, like, three years ago. You found it at the bottom of our website. And so she was, like, <gasps> literally making things up. And they were like, we have low-fat yogurt. Maybe she was on, like, fucking weed when she went in. Exactly. Who knows? And she, like, they are like, yeah, we have low-fat yogurt. And people were saying, like, well, we have, like... I have diabetes. I have this. I have that. I need to know. We need to know what's in the yogurt. Like, we need to have the ingredients. Because she was, like, complaining that was triggering for everyone that there was, like, the ingredients, okay. the things like that. And people were like, well, we need to know. Like, if I want to go get ice cream, I'm going to get the sugar. Oh, sugar-free. Okay. She was triggered by the sugar-free in the yogurt. And they are like, well, I'm diabetic. I need to have sugar-free yogurt. And, like, why are you triggered by people who have actual health needs um and it just like went on and on and has she not seen that before too yeah why is this triggering her now i know in this moment and expo- like, and why like this? there's there's like a problem there's definitely like a mental because there's issue. people to go after but why did you go after a family-owned right that's so random that is so random yeah she like must have been that's like mental instability to the max and she never apologized she like stuck to her guns and she was like, and the yogurt shop was like super transparent. They were like posting all of the like. What were the ratings and reviews that yogurt shop beforehand? I think good. I think they were pretty popular. Okay. And then after? Still, people supported them. That's why I'm saying. Great. Good. I think should. it was the downhill of Demi. Like. Okay. People started. So she like, actually helped the business. Okay. Oh, no. She did That's hilarious. That totally backfired on her. I actually tried to buy a sweatshirt by them. And they were already <laughs> sold out. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's great. That's so mm-hmm. funny. It was bad. And she, like, tried to post a couple videos where she was, like, talked about how it was triggering in her past and all this stuff. But how, like, they need to, like, get it together. And, like, her... I think I said this earlier. I heard the word... My truth. She said my truth like 1,200 times. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Nobody cares about your truth. My truth is I like yogurt. Like, what? Yeah, that's so funny. Your truth is for you, not the millions of people out here. Like, yeah. keep it to yourself. Yeah. Um. So when did you... So you recognize that she's got issues. We all have issues, but mm-hmm. she explodes hers so everyone can see it. Yeah. Right. Um, when did you realize that she was kind of going downhill? And you didn't really see her a ton in her earlier years, but mm-hmm. I saw. I vaguely remember this because I feel like she was a judge on X Factor. Do you remember that? 
I feel like you're, what's so funny is I like her music, <laughs> and you sound like a diehard fan for how much you watch her and know her, okay. and I liked her music. This is so, so funny. I'm a diehard fan of Simon Cowell, and when he left American Idol, he started The X Factor. And okay. Demi Lovato was on The X Factor. This was, How long ago? Is this like a decade? 15, 15 years? Yeah, it must have been like 2011. How old were yeah, we? Yeah, 10. I was still maybe middle school, high school. Okay, then that would be, that would be right. Probably like 10 years ago. 11, yeah. Yeah, so she was a judge. And she would talk about being bullied all the time on the show. Like someone would come on. Like you know how it's. I don't know if you ever watched X Factor, but it's just like anything else. The Voice, American Idol, stuff like that. They right? come on the stage and imp- impress people. With yeah, their they sing, and they usually, you know, they always try and make a really good sad backstory or something. So someone. Yeah. Would oh, I like, fucking hate. That. I know. I hate that because then people that are truly talented and gifted in what they do don't move forward because people always fall for the sob story. Yeah, I hate. that. And what if you want to get somewhere on your talent and not your sob story? Like maybe you have a sob story and maybe you don't want the whole world to know that your grandma whatever yeah people so fall for the sob story that pisses me off yeah can we skip the sob story and just maybe say like three fun facts about you then go on (laughs) three truths and a lie can we do two truths and a lie go on and share your talent because more actual talented people which we honestly need in this world because especially singers you know how many how many singers are actually good that are singing today there's a lot that actually suck. Yeah. And all the recordings and technology we have make them good. And then you see them live and you're like, shit, <laughs> this is how you really sound? Why am I here? That pisses me off too. That yeah. technology makes people sound better than they are. Yes. Yeah. I, have, I have a love-hate relationship with technology. Mostly hate though. As you're talking into your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but yes, okay, Debbie, she was on exactly what you're saying though, like... So she was a judge, and uh-huh. I, this was like, I mean, I was in high school, middle school, so yeah. my facts are not straight on this, but this is <laughs> my memory of when I started disliking her. Um, one, I think she has an annoying personality, mm-hmm. just to that. start with, like, just like <laughs> obviously we've kind of discussed this, she's like very, um, in like, centered, every, me, 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 everything's about me, right? And so that was just like, annoying, like if I saw her. And heard her talking. I'm like, okay, I wouldn't be friends with you, but whatever. Britney Spears was also on. And <laughs> oh I was like, gosh. I might not be friends with Britney Spears either. She kind of seems annoying. But, well, I shouldn't go into that. That's a touchy subject right now, Britney Spears. Oh, that's true. But anyway. Um, that's so funny. I love Britney Spears music too. Fit. Talk about electronic though. Electronic. That's true. I, lo- I, I love. Actually, I actually. Britney Spears. <laughs> I lo- Wait, what? I said I love Britney Spears. I, yeah, I love Britney Spears. Um, she just has such good music. I love her. I mean, I can say it's not good music and I love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. Like, right, right. Like quality music. Uh, what's the song called? Um, when I think of like a really good song, actually, I'm going to give you two. You know the song? It's a wonderful world. Yeah. That is so pure. Yeah. That song is so pure. You would never hear that today. But I love that. That's like... Or even like Adele. I think Adele... Adele is a great singer. She's a, And she's a good artist. I think she she makes good music. But... Also think of like Bohemian Rhapsody. That's like a cliche classic. Yeah. But that is like so unique and different. And I think that's incredible music mm-hmm. too. Like... But nobody does that anymore. Everything's like 
so routine, so the same, so electronic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to find. I also love music with um, a story in it mm-hmm. where you're not just repeating the same lyrics, but like you could read the song and you feel like you just read a narrative. Yeah. Like Lumineers. I love that. I love the Lumineers. The Lumineers. I, I think Carrie Underwood has a song. I think it's American Girl. And you you mm. see country this, music is very the nice. story yeah. behind it. But I guess a lot of country music kind of has that. I don't know. They can all have it, but it's harder to find that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you can go along. Um, Demi. Oh, whenever someone would come on with any kind of story about bullying or something like that, she was like zoned in on them. And she would tell her story about being bullied and about how she now has an eating disorder because she was bullied and all of this stuff. And it was like such a big deal and not downplaying bullying. I think there's a lot of different levels of it and it has different effects on people. Right. But in the whole long run of things like, well, that's when I started like being like, okay, like get over yourself. Like you're a star. Like not that famous people can't be bullied, but I mean, they are, but that's what you signed up for. Like you chose to be. That's true. In the limelight. And yes, she was a child actress. She was younger. So a lot of it might not have been her choice, but like don't take over what these people are saying because you're now a 25-year-old person who's complaining about being bullied when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of, it was almost like... Like, where's the resilience? Yeah, exactly. And where's the selflessness, too? Like, it's not all... Don't always put it back to you. Yeah, and really, the resilience parts, that's what annoys me again because it goes back to, like, she was blaming those bullies for her current mental health issues. Mm. And that's now telling kids who listen to you, like, now it's like, oh, I have a kid who picks on me, too. Well, now I must be depressed. Now I, I must have an eating disorder. Now this, because Demi Lovato got bullied and all that stuff happened to her. There's Instead so of, much There's so much strength in learning from those bullying experiences. Yeah. Like, if you can, like, build yourself up and then kind of, I don't want to say fight back, but, you know, be, like, that active person to stand up for yourself when there's a bully or just know what's the right thing to do, whether it's telling someone or, like I said, standing up for yourself, like... You grow so mm-hmm. much as an individual, individual, rather than just being like, no, I like so, like rather than having your self esteem be lowered because someone bullied you, yeah, and not learning or moving past that experience. Exactly, and then you're letting them win. Yeah, exactly. You just let them win. If you're 20 years old and say that you have an eating disorder because you got bullied when you were 12, well, look what that bully has done to your life. Like they won. They won. Congrats. Like, Honestly, congrats, bully. <laughs> You win. Points for you. And, like, she's saying that to all these kids. Like, bullying happens. I don't say kids all the time. Why are we telling them, yeah, that's going to defeat you? You've been picked on? Like, ooh, you're done for. <laughs> like, just be depressed for the rest of your life. Like, you're going down. Like, that's basically what she was saying. Yeah, And I was bad. like, ooh, that's not good. Like, let's not give that. And, like, why are you still talking about it? Like, get over it. Yeah. And now it's just spiraled out of control. Now she's a heroin user. She, she seems like the person that would hold grudges. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Vic, I think this, like, victimhood is huge. Oh, my gosh. She has to be a victim of something. Like, Everything. That's what, yogurt, she was a victim of yogurt. Yeah, like, what the whoa, heck? how do you get out of your house? Yeah. Well, who are her friends? I don't know. I read a little bit, and then it got too much for me. <laughs> she either was in Taylor Swift squad or got kicked out of Taylor Swift squad something. I don't know if she was... There's these two friends. Have you seen? You're gonna say it again. She has a new show on something Hulu, Apple TV, or Demi. Something. Demi, yeah, about aliens. 
Okay, I've seen very little advertising for that. And but. she has two friends with her. Um, and I think they might be like childhood friends. That I, they're not famous for anything, I don't think. So just friends. Okay. But even that, I read a headline. So I watched like a, a Snapchat of it. Someone uh-huh. interviewed them. Um, one of those like, you know, Snapchat story things. Yeah. And she, in it, she said, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get this right. She doesn't call them aliens. They're terrestrial, extraterrestrials. Okay. Because calling them aliens is um, not politically correct to the aliens, to the extraterrestrials. That's funny. Yeah. Why would they give a shit about what they're called? Does she know them personally? <laughs> Has she shook their hand, we hand or got them? They exist yet. Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, yeah. Has she asked them? Is that the first thing she was... Was she like, hi, can I... I wish I can... Uh, should I call you extraterrestrial alien? What's her name, by the way? <laughs> like, that's such out-of-the-box thinking, though. I know. Hey, A-plus like, for creativity. She, like, was correcting the person who was, like, interviewing There's nothing to correct. I'm looking this up because I want to see her exact quote. See, people can see it. that sh- there's mental, mental instability Derogatory. There. Demi Lovato thinks the term aliens is derogatory to No, it's not. For her, it is. She She's an alien. I bet she'd be so offended if I said that. And it's not... Oh, my gosh. Can somebody do that? <laughs> hashtag alien. Someone should just, aliens. like, write hashtag alien on her Twitter. She would blow the up. Don't you think? Also, like... Wait, can you do that? I don't have Twitter. <laughs> You would love it. You would get so much attention. It's not like she's even like, so like, you know, like. You're not answering me. I know. You don't want to do it. What? I was actually only half listening because I was listening to the quote. Hashtag, hashtag alien. Go to her Twitter and just write hashtag alien. I'm sure so many people have done that. People are making fun of her. Okay, see, I, see I don't follow her. I don't follow her. Nobody thinks... I don't think anyone's taking it seriously. Because it's dumb. Who would? But she has a show about aliens? Yeah. Like a documentary? Like... On Peacock. I just looked at it. How does that work? She's not even, like, a scientist. It's her truth, Jen. <laughs> that is funny. Who's... I guess she's got money, so she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. But... Uh, can you look up the ratings? How has she gone through like one? F- I guess there's is it a season or just like one show? I'm so curious on the ratings. Um, oh, it's a documentary. Okay, so it's just like one. Unidentified with Demi Lovato. Unidentified. That's funny. That's like a double entendre. Unidentified. Right? It's a double oh. entendre. <gasps> You're right, entendre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what these ratings are. Yeah. She has some diehard fans. Oh, something else that's annoying. Like, she has some crazy diehard fans who will, like, go after people, like other like celebrities. You? Oh, okay. Well, I, hope, I think other celebrities, I feel like they wouldn't waste their time on me. Um, <laughs> because they don't like them, and they, like, give death threats and things like that. And she's never vocalized, like, hey, don't. Give threats to other people you don't like. That's my funny plan. because that's like an extreme, like aspect of bullying. Don't wouldn't you yes. say? Oh, so or, she's not even protecting. Well, how about blasting a family-owned yogurt shop? 
that's not bullying. And yeah, literally what she the said, heck? don't go here. Boycott this place. In the middle of a pandemic. Like, while everyone's yep. going under. Like, yep. Hashtag 7.6 right. on IMDb. What, 6? 7.6. Wow, why is it kind of high? She maybe been- maybe people are so interested in her life because it's so odd. That doesn't mean it's good. Right, right. It may be high because it's not necessarily good, but just so freaking weird. Here's Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like I trust. 52% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, that seems more accurate. Still. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like her. She's oh, a unique I guess person. This extraterrestrial thing happened after her near death experience, her overdose. Okay. And now she like I don't know, talk to aliens. I would have to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, you don't need to. Yikes. <clears throat> I need to stop looking this up. Is there anything else that you would like to share about Miss Lovato? Other than, I don't know if this is even gonna, this podcast is gonna go anywhere because we have been misgendering Demi this whole time. I know. Yikes. Hashtag canceled. No, it's okay. I don't have very many listeners. (laughs) (laughs) And and the ones that do listen are anti-Demi people anyway. How do you know? I did a survey. No, you One question. It was, do you like Demi Lovato? <laughs> they all said. No. They had, and there was, uh, it was multiple choice. A was no. B was no. no. <laughs> and C was nay. Nay. Uh, everybody answered with B except for one person who answered A. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, no. I mean, I actually, I really do like her music. I like a lot of her songs. Like, um, I love Sorry Not Sorry. I like La Okay, but La that Land. is the... What? I don't know if I could tell you any words from that song other than Sorry Not Sorry, but that's the epitome of her bad attitude right there. That's what she does. Like, for instance, it's funny because that video that she released about the yogurt shop, she was like, literally, sorry, not sorry. Like... Right, that's true. That's true. Like, oh, and like she was trying to apologize, but she actually couldn't say it. And so, and she ended it with, you guys do better. Oh, I hate that phrase too. And that's what she says. She said like 12 times in that video, like do better, do better. And it's like, sorry, not sorry is not a good attitude to have. It isn't. It really isn't. It's just a song, like whatever. Yeah. But like, it's one thing until it becomes your life. Your reality. Yeah. I get you. I get you. It's kind of like hate the game, hate the player, not the game. Is that the yeah. saying? Hate the player, not the game? I don't know. Right? When when you always like... Or shoot, is it hate the game, not the player? Crap, I gotta look this up. Can you look at that saying? Hate the, hate the player, not the game. Hate the game, not the player. Darn it! Um... And I think a lot of people actually... Hate the player, not the game. Hate the player, not the game. So it's kind of like when you play someone in a game and you always lose, you can't blame the game. You just suck. (laughs) Just know that you suck. And and the player is just too good. Yeah. So if you want to 
be better, you got to practice. So the game isn't rigged. The player's just really good. you got to hate the player, I guess, not the game. Well, that's um, true. Like, I don't hate pop music. I don't hate pop cult. Well, you know, I could get into that a little bit. Wish you would. But, like, there's... Yeah, yeah, I just hate Demi Lovato. Yeah, and I guess part of me is like that, too. And I think I... You said this already, but, like, I kind of feel for her. I think there must have been something, especially when she was younger. There's so, There's got to be something more screwed up in her life. Oh, God. Well, I mean, she has been through a lot. I'm but even before to... before she got public, like, there's got to be something more that's triggered all of this. And her... being famous has just exploded it. Yeah. Her dad did. So, I just read this um, recently. Her dad, she released a something that said I wanted to use drugs and alcohol when I was younger because my dad left us for drugs and alcohol. And I okay, so there we go. Yeah. It's in the family. So her dad left the family. So, yeah, I don't think she young... grew up with a father figure. Okay, so there's no father figure. And the father figure left for what she ended up doing. Yeah. And then, do you know if mom was supportive? Don't know much about that. Okay. And then, are they famous? Like, are the, are the parents, are they rich? Do they have money? Or do they push her? Because, like, some parents that aren't rich, they'll be like, do this. I, yeah. see, I see something Exploring in you. And you can, for, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. that's also pressure. So, so, part of me feels, you know, empathetic because of her upbringing. And that, you know, triggered a lot of these things that she's doing. Well, no, I completely agree with that i think i mean she has been through a crap ton Mm -hmm. i think she really did have an eating disorder i think she probably got bullied i think it's hard to grow up without a dad in the home yeah it's hard to be a child star Mm -hmm. and then she did use drugs i mean she used cocaine Mm -hmm. i think for the first time at 17 well that's not a good start right right she had and she has tons of pressure on her shoulders as a starting at a young age right none of that is easy right and I don't think she was able to be genuine about those struggles and take ownership for the struggles. Like, this is hard for me. But did she... She probably didn't even have a solid role model, though, to help her. So, like, she maybe thought she was doing the right thing by what she's doing now. Like like I said, her vision of reality is screwed and maybe what Mm -hmm. she thinks she's doing is right. When people that have a head on their shoulders is like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, you're not doing it right. But that's because her upbringing was just unstable. So she still is but unstable. Where do, like, we're just passing around. Where does it stop? Like, let's take Drew Barrymore. Do you know anything about Drew Barrymore's time? No. What, what's up with the, <laughs> like, pop culture? I, don't, I get obsessed for a while. But, like, Drew Barrymore, she started using hard drugs and drinking when she was nine young super young that's really by the time she was 13 i think she'd been like almost committed attempted suicide three times overdosed all of this stuff and because she her mom and dad i don't know about i can't remember about her dad either he wasn't in the picture or did the same thing her mom used to bring her to parties as like 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 parties. hardcore parties hardcore parties like toted what? her around let would take bring her back from so child actress right would bring her to after their set school whatever bring her there and like she would go around and they loved this cute little girl and she would drink with everyone she started using hard drugs with everyone and oh then my gosh she snapped out of it 
it was hard and it she goes through a lot of stuff and I respect Drew Barrymore a lot for that but like she had just as a hard I mean we can't compare people's upbringings and how people react to them and things like that but I think it gets dangerous when we start making excuse after excuse after excuse and I think that's the mindset that Demi Lovato got in instead of one day just saying wow this sucks I need to figure it out for myself right and and one day she might one day she might be like okay now I really mean like you know everyone's life can change drastically very mm-hmm. quickly um but also it comes down to like everyone's an individual mm-hmm. so Drew Drew Barrymore can you know fix her life but doesn't mean the next person can yeah you know so we will see Drew Barrymore might just fucking screw up again true you know so it just comes down to you just take it day by day and everyone's just gonna do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> to put it lightly. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we can talk about with Demi? No. No, I'm done. I'm done talking about her. <laughs> I'm done talking about her. Um, you know, like all the... When I think of like the three main childs stars on Disney Channel for our, our upbringing. Mm-hmm. So your least favorite was obviously Demi. So, but I'm thinking of the three of like Miley, Cyrus, mm. Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. Who is your favorite out of those three? Do you have a favorite at all? Selena. Selena, how I think come? we were just talking about a show that I watched that has Selena in it. Mm-hmm. How come Selena's your favorite? I feel like she's genuine and down to earth. You know, I mean, I just found out a couple months ago, like, all the kind of struggles that she'd gone through. And I had no idea. Like, yeah. she had, like, a crazy illness, like, a failed kidney, like, all these things. And, like, she didn't tell anyone. It wasn't in the, like, news. Like, right, not was, everything has to be public so you can get love from people. Yeah. Right? Or, like, use it as an excuse. Like, right. she figured out after she left Disney Channel, she wrote music, she did other shows, she figured out how to make the income that she wanted to do, found her niche, like, whatever, without having to do it on, like, the coattails of drama. Sure, she has drama. I'm sure Selena Gomez has gone through a lot of crap. I only know Mm -hmm. a little... I know about an illness she had. Like, that's all. Right. And, like, but that's what I respect about her is I like her... I think she writes crappy music, too. Like... Right. She writes pop... The the crappy, catchy songs. Yeah. But I kind of... I feel like... And we only know so much about a person from what we see from social media and whatever. But I feel like she's down to earth and she's got herself figured out. And she's not willing to take her audience through her drama. That's really good. Yeah, that's uh, apparently a skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's funny is those two got their stardom same place same time and they were friends in the beginning they, at barney they both did barney oh did really? you know that no wow something i know that you don't this is crazy i did not watch disney channel as a kid no but this isn't even disney well this that's is, true this is barney. barney yeah i loved barney when i was really young but i, I didn't know demi lavelle was on barney so she was baby, they both baby. i mean they were probably elementary age but maybe upper elementary okay um i th- believe they both got their start on Barney together. That's where they met. That's where they started. And they were both upper elementary and they, they were friends. They were kind of on and off friends, weren't they? I don't they know if they're no friends idea. anymore. I believe they're on and off friends. I mean, they both were on Barney and Disney Channel together. They've done movie together. Um, 
they've probably done they've done music together uh but i don't think they're friends anymore but i could see why they're so their lives are so diverging yeah. i mean they're still you know in the film industry and music and stuff mm-hmm. but i think who they are as people are very they have different values yeah oh, i would agree yeah um well cool so no closing thoughts from you? That was a good comparison, though. I didn't even think about that. The Demi route, the Selena route, mm-hmm. the Drew Barrymore route. Like, I mean, Demi and Selena are much closer, Selena Gomez. But, like, where you can kind of relate them closer. But, like, right. that would be an interesting, real deep dive for another podcast is comparing all of these kind of... We should do, like, a Demi-Miley-Selena comparison. Because they all had, like... They all started around the same time. Mm-hmm. And they all were in Disney together. And then... And they all did the, you know, the Disney Channel shows. They all had their own show. Mm-hmm. They all did at least yeah. one movie. They all did music together. Yeah. And then afterwards, they all branched out mostly in music. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've all done these side things as well and they're all still in the spotlight and they're all yeah they're all still famous right, all, yeah yeah um so that would be we should do that next time that is interesting we should totally do a dive a deep dive and if we really look at i know we keep trying to wrap this up <laughs> let's wrap it up now if let's get look no. at the comparison it's like a scale i feel like i don't know too much about miley or selena gomez for that much but like it seems like there's like selena gomez like keeps her personal life to herself then there's like she's a tiktok okay but like <laughs> but like, or at least her drama right her dirty laundry is not out for everyone to know right or if it is i've somehow missed all of it <laughs> and then there's like miley cyrus who just surface level really haven't looked into a lot i feel like went like whoa everyone knows everything about her kind of went crazy haywire for a while and now it's kind of back to normal yeah i think so too and then there's on the way other end is like Demi who's like just like up ramp just still like I don't know hasn't figured it out (laughs) yeah I think yeah I think Miley's was in that wild spotlight for a while and kind of it kind of fluctuated like she went in and out and in and out Mm -hmm. uh but I don't see her totally as like being mentally unstable Mm -mm. I think she just has I mean, her dad's a musician, so there's that. She's a musician, but I just see her as, like, this punk rocker, and she just totally embraces that lifestyle. Yeah. So she does drugs, and, oh, wait, you know what? I actually listened to a Joe Rogan podcast, and I watched part of Miley's, and I think she just stopped smoking Hmm. and drinking. Like, I think she's trying to go clean, but she totally embraced that you know, musician lifestyle for a while. Yeah. And now she's like, you know what? For my health, I don't want to do this. Of mm-hmm. course, she could go back into it anytime. But I don't see her as being mentally unstable. She's just, like, more embracing that, the fame. Well, yeah, I feel like kind of naturally, and this is, again, very surface level. I don't, didn't look into Miley much, and I kind of would have to look into it again. But we saw a very natural, she broke out of the Disney Channel, she was, like, almost a rebellious teenager, yeah, right? Yeah, she was. That was... And, like, unfortunately, it all happened in the spotlight. So we saw it all happen. But it wasn't... It didn't seem, like, victim-based. It didn't seem uh-uh. trauma-based. It was just... I think a lot of it was for attention and public. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is 
normal, right? right. I mean, she had a, a normal teenage rebellion on camera. And right. so, and like, didn't blame it on anything. She's like, this is who I am. Right. And like, owned it. Which I think, if we go back to Demi, that will be a different thing too. Mm-hmm. If Demi was a strong, independent woman who was like, or non-binary, whatever, and just owned it. Right. It's like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. But that's not. It's like, this is who I am because of this. You have to treat me this way because of this. I'm traumatized because of this. And that's... Right. She always plays the victim card. Yeah. Yeah. And And, and Miley's done a lot of exploring, too, whether it's with drugs or with uh, mates, Mm -hmm. like dating. Because after her, you know, time with Liam, she started dating girls. I think she just dates girls and guys. So I guess she might be bi. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. To me, she's... I don't, I don't know. That one's kind of a hard one to pick at. I feel like if you're, like, a musician, you just kind of fly with whatever happens. Yeah. You're like, okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think she's she's kind of on more of the chill, chiller vibe now. Also, her voice sounds totally different. Have I, you like, heard her, her voice? voice. Like, it went from that young pop voice to, like, more of that punk rock. Mm-hmm voice and, and her talking like, voice sounds different i also heard her sister sing like her sister noah her sister noah sounds just like her old self it is oh, really? weird there's a song that they did together where miley has her newer sound and noah is singing next to her and it sounds literally like younger miley versus miley now it is weird to listen to weird. but it's also kind of nice <laughs> it, it like they're both great yeah they're both really great um yeah. Yeah, we should do this again in, like, a month when I come home. Yeah. And we should totally research, like, all of their lives oh gosh, and do yeah. some comparing and contrasting. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would okay. be cool. Let's do it. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and um, hopefully we'll do that deep dive, deep, deep dive next time on the three Disney Channel stars. And listeners, thank you for, you know, listening. And we'll come back next time on Genuine Connections.